Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, guys, welcome back to another Friday special here of the Rick Shields Golf Show podcast. Uh, this Friday special was filmed a couple of weeks ago. I was over in Germany filming some content and I was at the Mercedes-Benz World Final with Seb Carmichael Brown from the YouTube channel Seb on Golf. Now, Seb is someone I've loved spending time with this year. We've had some unbelievable opportunities. We really have. And to play golf with Seb and to get it on video at the Germany Break 75 recently was a real pleasure. We were both over in Germany. And again, we're invited by Mercedes-Benz. Thank you, Mercedes. And we actually got opportunity to spend some time in their museum, which was incredible it really was seeing the history of car manufacturing to potentially the future of what car manufacturing will look like and we got to sit down and record a podcast me and Seb talking about what an eventful 2023 we both had so sit back and enjoy a bit of a story time with me and Seb about the Masters at Augusta the Open the Ryder Cup and much much more enjoy So, Seb Carmichael Brown, how are you, pal? I'm very good, mate. Thank you. Another pretty incredible week so far. You know what's mad? We've had a hell of a time this year. Wait a second. We've had a hell of a time. Some opportunities that we are unbelievably blessed. I think if you ask the golfer to sort of design the events that would make the ultimate golfing trips, that would include... Great destinations, accommodation, food, watching golf, playing golf. I don't know how you top it. No, I don't. I don't know how you do it. And I said, before we get into all of that, or I walk down memory lane, which I think with so much enthusiasm, people are going to be excited to listen to. Um, How are you and how's the YouTube channel getting on? Because it's mad because I remember several years ago when you started, because you've been going for what now? Maybe five or six years? Yeah, I think maybe even nearly seven, to be honest. Yeah. I remember the first ever video you released and I was watching it. I was in yeah. a hotel room down south. I can't quite remember where I was. And I, I felt like I had a really, really good understanding of golf YouTube. Like I understood the landscape. And one time I saw this video pop up and, it, and I shot up out of bed and went, 
who's this? Who's this little because kid? like your first video, you got like 150 odd thousand views. I'm thinking, what the hell? It was a blend of golf. It was a blend of football, soccer for our USA yeah, yeah. followers. Um, and I was like, who is this kid? And and from there, you gained huge amount of subscribers. You had some massive guests on the channel straight away. And I'm thinking, right, I'm going to message Seb straight away. Hi, pal. Uh, fancy hooking up. Should we do a collaboration? Which we actually did a we few. We did, yeah. With uh, Pete, uh, was it um, Forest of Arden? Forest of Arden, yeah. yeah. And then... Remember it well. Kind of the story of you getting into golf YouTube. Like, How did that even come about? Yeah, you know what? I mean, I've been involved in the YouTube world for nearly 10 years now. But as you said, in football, in, in soccer. Uh, with hashtag United with my brother and effectively it came from working with him like being in his videos helping him behind the scenes on the business side of things he was always encouraging me to do a golf channel when I was oh maybe one day maybe one day and then I remember just one day like thinking I never used to like golf like I talked about this all the time I was 21 finished uni I didn't really I wasn't I wasn't a golfer and then I lived in a flat next to a golf course and became addicted and I just thought there's got to be so many other people that like football who think golf's rubbish and boring and it isn't and if I could maybe showcase how I thought that and now how I don't think that anymore um and that was always my plan like I watched all you guys like back then it was you and P it was like crossfield it was me and my golf and a lot of you back then were doing club reviews and instructional content and I was you know just an amateur golfer I thought I'm just gonna have a bit of fun and mess around and do fun challenges which you guys did as well of course at the same time but that was always my goal was just to um uh, to have a bit of fun with it and not take it too seriously. And I always to make my videos talking to the non-golfer, if you know what I mean by that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You don't come from a bad stock of amateur golf. Like you are <laughs> yeah. a multiple winner of one of the biggest amateur golf events here in the UK. So, and that, and that was televised. Yeah. Talk us through yeah. that. I had the Trilby Tour. Yeah, I mean, just the most fun ever. Like, I love competitive golf now. I love competing. I really struggle to enjoy golf without like playing for something. I don't just have a casual round. Um, and when I was playing really competitively, the Trilby Tour came along as this like, yeah, amateur golf tournaments, like 15 events, then a grand final on Sky Sports with the cameras, with a gallery, just like that was what I was living for. And I was like practicing every night, like determined to win. This is all pre having kids and other stuff going on. And yeah, I just, for whatever reason, just seemed to manage to turn it on at the, uh, at the ultimate moment of these events and just loved it. You are a competitor. And yeah. talking about competitors, mm. we're over here in Germany at the moment yeah. for the Mercedes Trophy World yeah. Final. Like, this is it. This is the final where the, is it 60, 60, 60 countries? 60,000 people from 60 countries, one of the biggest amateur golf tournaments in the world yeah. if not the biggest i think it now is yeah, yeah you no longer have the reign of the biggest amateur golf tour <laughs> winner no. it's now whoever wins the mercedes trophy yeah. final um and we are part we, well, we're not competing in it no thankfully for me you probably <laughs> loved it but we, we're <laughs> here uh, on behalf of mercedes and yeah. mercedes guest and we we've got to meet some of the competitors we got to have a bit of a food and drink with them last night yeah. and we spoke to the Aussie team and the Australia team and the English team yeah. and and it's it's an amazing setup it really is and at the end of this week there will be a crowned winning team which I'm yeah. excited about I'm not sure it's going to be UK no I mean I had a little look on the trophy which is very impressive as well and I looked I think the UK won the inaugural rendition of this event wow but they haven't won it since 2010 so they've got some work to do. It's like a team <laughs> team format as well as an individual. And if I've not got this wrong, the winners, I think, get to go to the Open next year wow. at Royal Troon and play on the Monday, which must be so much fun. 
Well, it is so much fun because we <laughs> got a chance to do that this year. We did. Um, but yeah, we're also going to be filming out on the golf course yep. this week. A video is going to be coming out hopefully the same week as this podcast. So stay tuned yep. for that. Um, but also, we've been loads of different places today. We're here, you might have noticed, we're here yep. at the Mercedes-Benz Museum yeah, in Stuttgart. We're in the Gallery of Celebrities where there is quite literally some of the most impressive cars ever. There's Princesses, Princess Diana's yeah. Mercedes-Benz. There's the Pope's. The Pope Mobile. The Pope's G Wagon. Is here. Gold plated. We've got this graffitied car from a street artist name of Crew. And also, right behind us here, that is the first ever car sold by Mercedes Benz. Yeah. I mean, Wild. it really is incredible. We've is. been to the factory today. We've been to AMG today, seeing how the engines, I've, one I've that person takes an engine from the start all the way to the finish as an AMG. And at the point, they, they, sign, they have a plate that they sign or it's already pre-signed. And one person has made your AMG engine, which is pretty phenomenal. It really is. Yeah. I mean, as well as for that, seeing how the cars get made. Like when you're coming to see a factory of how cars are man manufactured, you think, oh, it's going to be pretty impressive. It's going to be pretty cool. It doesn't repay you, does it really? Just nope. the scale and the amount of detail that goes into every single like crevice of the car and the scale of that factory, I mean, 30,000 people, I think, were employed there. They've got like, their own fire station, their own doctor surgery. They've got, like, it's just mental, isn't it? Talking about attention to detail, yep. something Mercedes-Benz do really well. We also went somewhere this year that probably has exactly the same philosophy. Yeah. Augusta National Golf Club. Yes. We got to go to the Masters this year. We got to spend the whole week there. Practice days, every single tournament day. We got to meet John Rahm. Yep. I bumped, bumped into John Ryan. Yeah, I mean, that's that story. The, the, event, the eventual winner, you know. I, feel, yeah. I do feel like a lot of his victory did probably actually be influenced by me. At least 20% of it, At I least. think, is owed to that. I, I don't would agree with know that. if I got 20% of the, of the winning No, possibly <laughs> not. That would be didn't. nice though, wouldn't it? It was a big check that week. But yeah, we got to bump into John Rahm. I'm still yep. working on him coming on the channel, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also, we got to, on the Monday after, we got to play Augusta National. You and me. Yeah, I mean, that was, we had the most incredible week where we were staying and obviously going into Augusta, watching the, going to Augusta is one of the specialist things you can do in golf. Going in hospitality was a whole nother level. And then I remember when we got back to the accommodation, which was un unbelievable, and that little invitation from the golf club, from ANGC, you are cordially invited with your tea time. I mean, I mean, I made a little vlog on that on my channel. I know you made, you made your podcast about it, but yeah. that, that moment was just like, you sort of, Never really think like we've got to do some pretty incredible things, right? But that that tea time always felt just completely unattainable. Like yeah. it's never going to happen. Yeah. And then when you see it in black and white, your name, your tea time with the Augusta logo, man, that was just so special. There might be a little bit of background noise because even though we're here at the Mercedes-Benz Museum, there are still a few fantastic. Um, what do you call them? Customers, viewers, yeah, patrons, kind of dot, patrons <laughs> yeah. dotted around. Um, but you know, for me, being being at Augusta this year was one of those kind of you don't quite realise how fantastic it is until you're actually there. Like nice. the, the scale of it, what yep. goes into it, the holes. I mean, you see the holes on TV all the time, but then to be able to actually walk the holes, to be able to from a spectator standpoint, and yeah. then obviously from a playing standpoint as well. Um, and it was just, it really was just mind-blowing. And then even later on, like, we have spent another time at another major tournament at the ride, yeah. at the, the Open this year yeah. at Hoylake, yeah. like, just around the corner from me. Um, maybe not, maybe a slightly different 
winner of the of the yeah. open with brian Harmon. um but even just being able to kind of see the the difference in setup and the scale of it all like the amount of people that are actually at the open championship compared to the masters yes. it's fast it's so huge the amount of people that are there and just a totally different way of golf as well like with links yeah. golf i think completely different like the one thing about augusta it's just you have that recall like every hole you know it and i've been lucky enough to play hoy like a couple of times real liverpool but when you've got such the infrastructure around you you almost don't know like if someone said to you at any point where is the 15th green you wouldn't quite know exactly where to go um but Augusta, you just sort of know where you are at all, all times. So what it's very different. What type of golf do you like playing most? I like playing Lynx golf. You do? Lynx golf for me. Um, I, I was lucky enough last year to do a series where I played every single open venue. Um, every single one, including the ones that are no longer on the rotor. So Turnbury, uh, Royal St. Ports, Princes. Presswick. Presswick. Yeah, I played all of those. And I kept like an eclectic scorecard. So my best hole one, my best hole two. And then compared that against the professional golfers, the tour players, who've also done the whole rotor. And I saw where I... I gave myself a bit of a head start, Rick. I didn't play off all of the white tees. I played a few forward tees. Uh, and obviously, I did a four extra rounds. Uh, so I caught up. It's a nice little finish. If anyone wants to watch that, I won't spoil the result. But it, that, for me, I got to see all of them. Turnbury was my favourite. The favourite golf course. Turnbury, my favourite you know golf course. I've not course. done Turnbury. Yeah, Turnbury, the Alyssa course, is farcical. So what I'm about with the Lynx and why I love Lynx golf... First of all, if I play well, I love the golf course. Yeah, I'm not going to lie about it. If I play badly, I'm not going to have as good a time, right? <laughs> There's a few exceptions to that. Maybe Augusta's one of them. But um, at Turnbury, you have so many things in the vista. You have the huge hotel, the huge Scottish flag. You have the coastline. You have the uh, lighthouse. Yeah. There's that one hole, 230 yards over a cliff top. Lighthouse in the backdrop. The sun was setting in a beautiful, like, beautiful evening. And then what happened in Scotland? Dolphins were crashing into the coast Shut below up. me. There was dolphins playing below us. So it was like, this is just ridiculous. So Turnbury for me, Portrush again. But you know what's right up there? Troon. Really? Love Troon. Absolutely love Lynx Golf. I've not got the best fundamental golf swing, as people regularly remind me in my comments. I got a comment the other day saying, your golf swing, is it, um, is it due to a back issue or another underlying medical condition? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. But like, so I'm, it's for me, I've not got a technically good swing, but I like the grind of it. So that's why I love links because the weather's involved. You're not hitting full, like robotic 150 yard seven irons. You're trying to sort of, you know, hit a four iron 140 yards and you're trying to do stuff. And that's where I think I, uh, I enjoy that part of the game a lot more. What's been your favorite video you've made this year? My favorite video? Because you know, you've been creative with, you, with your videos. Like play, uh, the ones I've gone. What, yeah, yeah, no, them? no, please carry on. I, I love the <laughs> fact you played the 18 easiest holes. Yeah, 18 like, easy and hardest, yeah. So you played 18 of the stroke indexed 18 yeah. holes. And you also did a video where you played 18 stroke indexed ones, different, different golf courses, ones. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, went to um, all the open venues, uh, including loads of other really big venues, and played, yeah, the hardest hole and see what I could shoot or what somebody would shoot. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I don't know how much people know the term stroke index. Like as I don't think I do. Well, stroke index obviously is the hardest. Yeah, hole, yeah. Right? Well, I know, I know the, the category yeah. between one and eighteen. I don't know if people know that one, but that that's that was a, a good one for me. My favourite one thought, recently. I thought was, you were going to tell me like there was some real in-depth terminology of the word stroke index. No, no, index no. That... What I did learn <laughs> is that is that a difficulty of a golf course is not the slope rating. Right. Slope rating is the difference between a scratch golfer and a bogey golfer for yeah. handicap purposes. The real difficulty of a golf course is the course rating, and the course rating is an algorithmic output. They take the length of the course, the width of the fairways, the proximity of the bunkers, the speed of the greens, loads of other things, and, and like a number spits out. Off certain tees and it as spits well. out a number. So, like, I played, I found the easiest golf course in the UK based off a male tee set, which was Oakland Park. It's only four, just over four and a half thousand yards. It's a par 67. And it's a course rating of 62.6. So the standard golfer should shoot around four shots better than their handicap Right. Um, off there. So I went and played that and did a video there. But my, my favorite one is the 24-hour challenge where I had to basically went to a night golf resort in Turkey. And I started on the first hole and I could not move on to the second hole until I made a birdie on every ridiculous. hole. So I had to stay there. And basically the challenge was... Can I complete a golf course having to birdie every hole within 24 hours? So, uh, well, I was a little cameo in that video. So you I, were, I yes. Because I, I kind of gave you some words of encouragement. You did, much needed. But the whole idea is that you, unless you'd birdie that hole, you can't go on to the next. No. That's crazy. I had to stay there forever, basically. And I nearly did. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the best ideas out of the worst ideas. I think I did something like um, 70,000 steps, like 50 kilometers of walking. How did, yeah, how did you get back to the tea every time? You had to walk, to walk back. Hard. So I had a crew with me who had a buggy but I had to walk. So they had my clubs. So basically, I'm on some of the par fives. You're on the green and you miss like a six foot birdie putt and I've just got to walk back to the team. Oh my God. It was agony. How do you recover from that every time? I had to go to a, some sort of a retreat, <laughs> rehabilitation center to get over the term end. I remember that one moment when you called, had that, I think I'd been on that hole like over an hour and a half. It was a long par four, which is not my strength. And I had like eight foot and I was on FaceTime yeah. to you. And it, yeah, and it just skirted past. Yeah, and I was just devastated. It's definitely worth checking out one out. Yeah, yeah, thanks. The, um, I'll tell you what's crazy as well, because obviously your two worlds, football and golf, yep. I feel like so many footballers now 
have got into golf. Massively. Like, I feel like, you know, from Ben Foster, ben Foster Declan Rice, yeah. Mason Mount, like there's, there's so many yeah. of them now that are into it. Is there, have you got kind of a dream collab? Is there, is there a footballer out there that also plays, I mean, Harry Kane is a huge yes. golf fan. Yep. Gareth Bale will be a good one Gareth as well. Gareth Bale. I mean, Declan Rice is one. Declan's actually messaged me before about playing and now he's left West Ham. Maybe, I, maybe I'm just, you know, the, the invite's been revoked now, Declan, I think. No, I'm joking. <laughs> definitely hasn't. Um, but that would be one. But um, yeah, Harry Kane would be great. Gareth, Gareth Bale as well. Like one, I think you have a really good game with those boys because they're great players. I think Gareth Bale was like, roundabout scratch and I think Harry Kane is too why do, you think, why do you think it is so popular do you think it's because they've got so much downtime I think they've got the downtime and I think similar to me like I the individuality of it as well like I love playing the team I love playing football um, but there's something about the fact that it's just all down to you that I just love and I think with footballers certainly ones you know they have to be a little bit selfish especially people like goal scorers um, but he's crazy like Matty Cash is a huge golfer um, like James Madison, uh, James Ward-Prowse, like the list goes on forever and ever. Like they just love it. Do you think who would be better in golf if, if these two players yeah. tomorrow picked up golf and they had a year to get better, Messi or Ronaldo? Wow, wow. I mean, you think Ronaldo would have the length, wouldn't you? you I think like Ronaldo have... would have the determination. Yeah. Do you know what? They'd be a good for- foursomes team. Yeah. Ronaldo off the tee Messi around the greens with his magic wand I think that would be a great match imagine that getting that forget the match you know Phil versus JT let's get Re- Messi versus Ronaldo on a Lynx golf course that would be unbelievable would you just want to commentate or would you want to play in it I mean I'd love to play in it don't get me wrong but I would uh, just love to see it to be honest I, I would feel like pr- you, and Messi, you and Messi versus me and Ronaldo I'm, I'm all in so do they're it. watching they probably do, do most I'm of the sure time. they're watching this one right now yeah. <laughs> they'll be well all, all over yeah. it and then even later on in the year, so we've done the Masters together, yeah, yep. the Open together. More yeah. recently, yeah. we're at the Ryder Cup together. I mean, that as close to a football match in atmosphere Absolutely. as you can get. Absolutely. If, if not better. On the first tee especially, right? That if moment where... Better. I mean, the songs, when Patrick Cantlay's walking down 16, we're right next to them, seeing them come down. And you've got, you know, all the songs about his hat. And it literally feels like, you know, giving the away, the away team stick in a football stadium. Like, it's exactly the same environment, really. I think in in the in way Europe that the Europeans well. do it, it's got that level of humour. I'm yeah. fascinated to see what happens in two years. In New York, Beth Page, where I feel like the atmosphere... New York as well, I yeah. just feel like it's been turned up two or three notches yeah. from this Ryder Cup to the next one. I think it's going to be absolutely crazy. I would honestly... Like, it was fine. Like, obviously, there was a few things that scurried over between the players, but it's generally pretty... There's no segregation, obviously, like there no. was in football. Everyone's sort of pretty relaxed and enjoying it but i don't think it'd be much fun as an american fan on sunday i really don't think they would have uh, you know they would have got grief they given that to the players all about the fans next to them so going to um to new york will be very very interesting it will um yeah i mean the away rider cup seems to be i think luke donald came out and said one of the hardest things to do now is to win an away yeah, rider cup it is so it's going to be an incredible challenge for the european team it's like even like the the usa team haven't won in like 30 odd years now yeah in europe it's done like, 93 i think or something like that yeah I mean, that's yes yeah, wild. crazy wild. statistic with um with your golf game yeah like you're a very handy golfer Are you, what are you off that these days what's your handicap i am off two currently yeah my game's pretty simple i'm, I'm fairly straight you don't, very need straight. It, don't need it very far like nice little 240 carry rolls out 251, 252. Classic 99.7. <laughs> this, like, this is why you like links golf. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, and then I miss a lot of greens, and then I I'm solid enough around the green and with my putter. So it's like if I've got 
a short golf course under six and a half thousand yards i can shoot around par just under just over as soon as i get on them longer golf courses longer irons into the par threes into the par fours that's when i get found out big time there's two things that absolutely infuriates me about your game okay infuriates me right delightful we played even just last night a little yep. nine hole match yep. went out while it was the sun was setting it was gorgeous yep. I, a couple of holes i needed to warm up and yep, but yep. after that i got warmed up and had it tee shots and I'd be a comfortable distance past you. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'd then, you would miss the green. Okay. Yep. I would maybe hit the green or very you think close I won to this it. hole? <laughs> I'm thinking, this is it. Game That's over. What I do. Give me this hole. And you, sometimes you'll even just play a mediocre chip. You did one on 17 yesterday, a fairly mediocre yeah. chip. I'm like, I've got him. I just missed my birdie and you hold your ridiculous par put for a half. Yeah. yeah. I think you're the most annoying golfer to try and compete against. I think I pride myself on that. I think you I think I do I think I pride myself. That would be the world's most annoying golfer to play against. I'll take that. And that is what it is. Like I just love competing and love uh, just like dogging it out. And if you've got an event and you know you're you know, even if you're a, a million over, if I'm playing in a, a competition at my club, I'll just like challenge the person. Like it's just me and you go now from next six holes. Like I have to have that. Without it, I just can't I can't remotely play any good golf if i haven't got something on the line it doesn't have to be money it could be like a pound but it's got to be something or else i'm just it's not there you went and visited friend of the channels a short game coach recently yes mr grieve mr dan grieve what a magician um i, I need to rebook back in with him because i've kind of forgotten everything i may i might need to watch just the watch video the video again. Back. i do yeah, need to yeah, watch yeah, the video yeah. again but you've been for a short game session yes was it good Enjoy it was it? very very good i mean dan said something incredible to me because i I built my game off having a good short game because I missed so many greens. And I, at one point, I was pretty confident, you know, that I any sh I was almost excited when I missed a green, chance to show off and do something nice. And that just went. And Dan diagnosed it within about 10 minutes. He said, you had a great English short game. So with the weaker grasses, my little hinge and hold, I'd play everywhere, but just with different clubs. He said, that works great in England. He says, as you then start traveling the world, said your short game is redundant for like uh, the Middle East, for America, for continental Europe where the grass is thicker and stronger and I'm trying to play the hinge and hold and I'm catching it a little bit fat or thin and it's like the grass is just having none of that. So he said what we need to do Seb, we need to make your short game more continental. More continental. Brilliant and basically I changed my, my technique with it and effectively his diagnosis was that my effectiveness had, had just not worked in those other areas. Therefore, it gets in your head. You lose your confidence. And as soon as you lose your confidence over a short game, you're Amen. finished. Amen, you are brother. finished. So that's what I'm building back up now. Um, and I'm finding it hard to commit to some of the stuff. But whenever I do commit to what he's been teaching me, it works incredibly well. So you just got to keep, keep doing it. You have, like I say, got a, a mental toughness when it comes to golf. And, and again, with, this, with the Mercedes um, Trophy World Final yeah. happening this very week, yeah. What kind of tips, even for people listening, would yeah, you yeah. give to have that kind of mental annoyance? Yeah, <laughs> like, I think I think you've got to um, you've got to keep giving yourself little targets. But then the biggest thing is you've got to take pride in grinding it out. Like so many golfers that you'll play with, once they've like shot three or four worse than a handicap, they just give up and they just go completely to pot. I think you've got to find a way to keep going. And the biggest thing for me, whether it's any of those trilbies or club championships or anything like that, is half the field are already beaten because half the field are already thinking it's worrying and they're worried about, I call it, I, so, I hate to call him out on this, right? There's a footballer in England called Darren Bent, right? He's a lovely guy, he's on TalkSport, he's brilliant, I've got nothing against him, but there's a mindset, I call it the Darren Bent mindset, right? So Darren Bent was a player at Charlton Athletic, he's the main guy, give me the ball, I want to achieve something. He's excited about achieving. 
gets a big money move to Spurs, starts playing for England and he's worried about messing it up. Don't screw up your moment, right? And he switches from trying to do something to try and not do something. It's like golf. You stand on the tee, there's water on the right, don't hit it right. It's the wrong mindset. You've got to think about hitting it left. And I think most people fall apart by that. So I would always think the bigger the event, the bigger the pressure, the easier it is. Because half the people aren't going to turn up. Half yeah. of them are going to be scared. So all I've got to do is beat the other half. It's a bit, it's almost similar to what Brooks kept, cause said in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Brooks has said quite similar things. Like you look at a hundred people playing in a major yeah. tournament, whether it's the Masters, the Open, etc., yeah. And they go, well, straight away, 70% 70, 70 of those people aren't going to win. Yeah, they're not. 30%. You're, or you're then going to compete against. And even that from that 30, some of them haven't got the, you know, to get the, over the, the power line. to yeah, do yeah. it or whatever exactly. it may be. So really you're only competing against 10% of the, of you've the field. You've got to just hang on. You've got to hang on. Grind, grind. I say it to everyone, grind. You've got to grind. But no one wants to grind, do they? That, that's Seb's <laughs> top tip. Just grind. Yeah. That'd be my top tip. For, for And just like love, love it when it gets difficult. Like if I was playing an event and it's horrible rain, obviously wouldn't enjoy that. But I'd feel like my chance to do well has got so much better now. That's crazy. You just like revel in that battle i want people to jump over to seb's youtube channel oh thank you mate. what what video have you got coming up that's gonna that's gonna ex excite the audience to come over there hit subscribe and enjoy a real kind of even if it's not been filmed just yet what, yeah. what ju juicy bit of content oh, i've got a couple of really big ideas that are going to take a big lot of planning and building up to because look that's the one regret i have on my golf content is that because i do so many other things in football and some other stuff I've never been able to dedicate as much time to it as I'd like to and really fulfill its potential. So my methodology now, if you like, or my process now is to try and think of bigger ideas and take longer and build up. So I'm not going to upload like every week, but I want it to be bigger and better videos. But we've got a video we're going to film tomorrow, a little challenge have. video. I know we're going to do one on your channel. Yep. So there'll be a nice little match between me and Rick, which should be a lot of fun. I've got a nice little twist. Coming on that one. Clubs, aren't you? Might, might have a, I might rifle through your bag a little bit, potentially. Oh, yeah, I want to keep you on your toes with that. I think that could be a good match. It could be very good, yeah, I think it's so. It's like, almost like killer golf where you take clubs away well, from look, me. I, we've had some great matches and um, we've never really had a proper match on camera. No. Really. So I'm looking forward to that. I think the pressure of you being on my channel as well. Oh, huge. I think you'll live huge. up to it. Yeah, I'm hoping so. We'll see. I could, could be very, uh, could have big myself up and about to crash terribly, couldn't I? But we'll see. And we'll any, see. any other like grand, grand, like is there any... Uh, one more final kind of grand plan in the there, future. There's a few, but... Without I, giving too much away. Yeah, there's a few, but not that I'm not trying to not give it away. It's just more that I haven't properly scoped out what it's going to be yet. So I don't want to say it and then it end up being a little bit different, if you know what I mean. But um, there's some cool stuff coming. I like definitely, it. yeah. I like it. Well, it's been fun being in this incredible museum here at Mercedes-Benz in the gallery of celebrities surrounded by some of the most iconic vehicles in the world. Um, it's been a pleasure, Seb. I'm looking forward to tomorrow, our little match, yes, our filming absolutely. session. And uh, good luck to everyone that's playing in the Mercedes Trophy World Final. Huge. Come on, UK. However... As we stand right now, I understand that Team China has a fairly strong lead. Wow. But the thing is, they all get cut overnight. So there's a lot to this. There's a lot to it. So I'm looking forward to seeing who comes out on top tomorrow. Maybe go out on the course and see them come up the last few holes. Bit of pressure. Yeah, get I think the cameras so. on. Get the cameras on. Let's see how they deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening, watching. Be sure to subscribe to Seb. And uh, it's been a blast. I can't wait to get on the golf course with you tomorrow. Game on. I'd like to see you going down, but I, I might don't, be. Don't I could easily go down. Go. And we'll see you all very soon. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry shampoo, Chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.